Okay, our first episode. I'm Kaino, and this is the Pu'uvai. Let's get it. What's up, guys? <laughs> okay, so this is our first official NFL podcast. So we're going to do our top 15 yep, yep, yep. players, and then mm-hmm. we're going to end with our playoff predictions. So who wins the yep. division? Who wins the conferences? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's you kick it off. We'll go top 15 Madden players. Go. All right, so we're doing top 15 Madden players. We're starting at number 15. <clears throat> Um, and I think my number 15 is well-deserved. He's definitely been underrated through the majority. I'm going to say actually through a whole part of his career. My 15 is Aaron Jones. I ranked him 92 overall. Um, he led the league in touchdowns for a running back. Uh, he tied with rushing touchdowns for 16 with Derrick Henry. Uh, had 19 total t- TDs on the season. Um, and he led the league with the least amount of fumbles as a starting running back with only two. Yep. Um, so gotta hand it to him. Definitely deserves to be in the nineties ranking. No, yeah, he's my boy, Aaron Jones. He's super slept on. I I think if he was in a bigger market, the way Zeke is and Saquon are. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean if he wasn't sharing the field with someone named Aaron Rodgers, I think that's really it. He would be a franchise player. (laughs) Okay, so my number fifteen, this is gonna surprise you, you'll never guess it. But I got I put some respect on Fletcher Cox. All right, I respect that. I respect. Okay, that. I think I think he's respected too. I think Fletcher Cox is a victim, uh, prisoner of the moment because you know it was 2018. Mm-hmm. He killed it. It was 28 mm-hmm. all time. Mm-hmm. I think this time he was like 40 something. But no, I, I give him props. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think numbers tell the whole story. I think mm-hmm. if you watch mm-hmm. his tape, uh, he's way more disruptive than like the numbers would tell you. So he had 40 tackles, oh, yeah. three and a half yep. sacks, two passes defended, and three forced fumbles. And that's as a mm-hmm. nose tackle. So you, yeah, you got to give it up for him. He had a big force yeah. fumble against Buffalo in week eight. Mm-hmm. And that swung the game in their favor. And then um, he came up huge in that second game against Dallas, which is, you know, as you know, we talked about it. Division games are pretty much playoff games. Mm-hmm. You know, he had that mm-hmm. force fumble against Dak, strip sack, and he, he really turned the game in Philly's favor. So he's yeah. my 15 at 95. He's my 15. Yeah, interior linemen, <clears throat> uh, interior D linemen don't get enough credit no. um, as they should, especially Fletcher Cox. I, um, I don't think they should be, like, in the top five. But I don't think yeah, we get any yeah. respect. All right. Who, so who you got? At, who you have at fourteen? Uh, so my number fourteen is going to be Travis Kelsey. I ranked him ninety-three overall. Um, you know, thirteen hundred yards on the season, five TDs. Uh, he can pass block. He can run block. He's a very nimble guy. Um, you know, you can see him all the way down the field. He's always near the ball. He has an, an amazing uh, nose and eye for the ball. Um, but I, I do think that what was his what was his rating rating on Madden? Um, I think I want to say he was around a ninety five to ninety. Yeah, I, I want to like say that, that his his, I, I his rating, rating was yeah. way too high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's a nineties player, <sighs> especially I don't know with all that talent. I feel like it's more like his. Situ- yeah, he was a ninety seven. Madden ranked him as a ninety seven. I feel like his situation allowed him to get open more than just his individual talent because you have to worry about Tyree, mm-hmm. you know, so. Uh, yeah. So, Travis Kelsey's your 14. 14. All right, yeah, I think you're going to like this one. I have who I think is the most underrated receiver in the entire league, Devontae Adams. He's my 14. Oh, yes. I dig yes, Devontae I'm Adams. Yes, I'm a Packer fan if no one I give him. <laughs> I give yes. him a 95. Um, he only had 997 yards receiving on 83 catches mm-hmm, for, like, mm-hmm. an average of 12. Oh, but he was hurt. He had five mm-hmm. touchdowns. But, you know – People don't realize, you know, he has had the most touchdown receptions. I think it's like 40 in the past four years. Yeah. Like he's above yeah. Hopkins and everyone else. 
Um, that, I found that stat on Packers wire. And then um, I think he just takes over games. Yeah. Like yeah. he destroyed Minnesota. That, he ran all over them. And then my favorite game of his was obviously um, against Seattle in the, in the divisional playoffs. And what, two <laughs> touchdowns, 160 yards. Like they, they couldn't stop him. Yeah. You know, a lot of people uh, are like, you know, yeah, you know, people are like, oh, his jump ball. Well, he doesn't have to worry about a jump ball because he's always open. Like, I think he has really mm-hmm. high route IQ. Like, I would argue his, his separation better, yeah. is one of the best. I think his, that, that even his, uh, his step off is way better. Like, I, I would say yeah. he's a better route runner than Hopkins. Yeah. I don't I think he wins every one on one, but I think he's a way more polished uh, route runner than I think he, I think mm-hmm. he's better than Amari. I don't think Amari's route, routes are that clean because mm-hmm. Amari can't separate. So, Mm-hmm. Uh, Devontae Adams is my 95, number 14. So, who's your 13? Who'd you bring at 13? Uh, my 13 <coughs> is going to be my first receiver. I have Julio Jones uh, ranked 94. Uh, I know he's kind of lower on the list um, than Madden have him. I think Madden has him at a 97. Um, but Julio Jones, when, when I talk about ratings, um, I mainly look at, like, their impact on the game, their disruptiveness yeah. for, you know, the offense. Defense, like what can they do in the game uh, Julio Jones didn't have the biggest stat line of the season you know only um 1400 yards uh seconds yeah. of Michael Thomas um but then again his impact on the game he is a scary wide receiver he is probably the most fundamentally sound receiver yeah. that I've ever seen play the game yeah. uh so he definitely deserves being top 15 definitely deserves a 90 spot but I don't think that this season alone uh, deserves to rank him at 97, which Madden has. Yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you. My 13 is my boy, Nick, the Packer Destroyer Bosa. I don't even care, <laughs> dude. He's the man. I give him a 96. He's kind of – wow, 96. Defensive Rookie of the Year. You got to give it props. He's never played NFL football okay. before, right? 13 mm-hmm. sacks mm-hmm. right behind Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. 25 mm-hmm. quarterback hits. He's almost up there with Zaria Smith. 16 tackles for losses, which is only four mm-hmm. from the record. Two forced fumbles and an interception, counting playoffs in the Super Bowl. So, I, I think that the fact that he was able to shine on the line with Armstead, Buckner, uh, and D. Ford, who would all be starters and all stars on any other team, like just look at the Colts. I think that uh, makes him solid. I, I wouldn't. I, I'm not going to put him as the best defensive lineman or yeah. yet, but yeah. I, I still think he deserves a spot in the top fifteen. That's just. That's just. My I, I mean, I totally – I give Nick Bosa a lot of credit. He is a beast of a D-lineman. I don't know if he deserves that 96. <laughs> he's a 96, <laughs> man. I, he's no, a 96. I don't. I should have given him All a 97 right. to match his number. So, who is your 12? <laughs> My 12 is – you're going to hate me for this. I know a lot of people are going to hate me for this. But number 12, ranked 95 overall, I put the reigning league MVP, uh, Lamar Jackson. Um, he, you know, averaging 6.9 yards, you know, um, over, I think it's 1200 yards, three, 36 TDs, six interceptions, an amazing, amazing performance, an amazing built quarterback and an even better built wide receiver. And that is the reason, <laughs> or not wide receiver, better built running back. And that is the reason why I'm putting him at 95 at 12, because for me, the quarterback's first instinct should be to throw the ball. Well, yeah, um, that, has to be, that has to have precedence. I don't think he should um, be number one either. I think when you do number yeah, one, no, he, I don't think they can count the I mean, entire season. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love Lamar. Don't get me wrong. He's electrifying to watch. He's the funnest quarterback for me to watch this past season, but he doesn't have a deep ball. 
Nope. You know, I mean, it, it looks almost as if he's like looking to run on a pass play and then he's looking to pass it if someone's open. No, yeah, um, exactly. It's like yeah, back football think, pretty much. Yeah, it really is. But then again, you know, 36 TDs leading the, leading the league in TDs. Yeah, um, yeah you got to hand to him. I, I mean, I give him respect. <laughs> I understand that he's MVP of this season. Stat-wise, yes, he is the MVP. I don't think he was number one overall just for being a quarterback. He, I don't think he's that well both of quarterback. I think he's coming up. I think he definitely has – I mean, I'm 80% sure that he definitely has what it takes to be number one. Uh, he's just got to get that deep ball down. No, yeah. That's that's why I don't really buy into the whole Michael Vick comparison. Like, Michael Vick no, actually no, has a no, deep ball. No, he is, Mike, he is Michael Vick was something else. Like, there would never be another Michael Vick. <laughs> no. Um, no. My number 12 – actually, it's kind of funny. My number 12 was actually Aaron Jones. I thought he should have been higher. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, did you rank him overall? I gave him a 96. Okay. I think it's because he's a Packer fan. I'm not going to argue. Yeah, I know. I think he's (laughs) underrated because of his market. Like, the way Mm -hmm. he took over that Dallas game, it was like us in the NFC Championship. You guys didn't have to throw it. Aaron Rodgers could just drop back, hand on the ball, and let him do his thing. Like, he outran Mm -hmm. Jalen Smith, Leighton Van Der Esch, Sean Lee couldn't touch him. And, like, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously DeMarcus Lawrence was underperforming. But, no, I mean, he he takes over games. I I think he was so much fun to watch. So he's he's my twelve. Uh, so I, he, I definitely see him <clears throat> being a franchise running back. Oh um, yeah, you know, and, and he puts in the work outside mm-hmm. of uh, you know, he puts in the work outside of practice. I mean, he, he's also like really durable. People forget that. Like for it's all true. of Saquon's great true, things, true, the guy misses like yeah. you know four games and he's out. <laughs> so oh. who's your uh, who's your eleven? Eleven, I love it. Another Packer. Um, I gotta give it to my boy, probably the number one most underrated player from last season, Darius Smith. I rank him ninety six overall. Um, just absolute beast of a player. Thirteen point five sacks. Didn't make Pro Bowl, but Cleo Mack made the Pro Bowl with I think what seven that sacks. Crap. Um, don't know how that happened. That's <laughs> or no, Cleo Mack had eight and a half. But still, Darius <laughs> Smith. Um, and I think that Zedaria Smith was probably one of the main reasons why Preston Smith was also able to get 12 sacks on the season. Mm-hmm. Um, just they, I mean, and I can say the same thing about Preston probably was the reason why Zedaria has got 13 sacks on the season, but amazing guy. And um, when you watch Zedaria Smith play, he, it's not just like he's bull rushing people. Like he's spinning, he's, he's doing half steps, you know, he's shooting different gaps. Um, he's just a very, very well-built all-around DN. Um, oh, yeah. Love to watch him. Definitely should have been ranked higher in Madden. Definitely should have been ranked higher in the NFL Top 100. I mean, I, I, I agree. I like him. Honestly, I like him better as a defensive end than I like Cameron Jordan, if we're going to be honest. I think he does more. Yeah. He plays yeah, coverage. He can do the hook to curl. He, he mm-hmm. can do it all. So, I, I, I agree. My number 11, you're not going to like this. I know this. Aaron <laughs> Donald. The man from LA. Aaron Donald. <laughs> All right. I mean, you gotta get, I'm not putting him in the top five. We can relax, but he's fifth time consecutive All-Pro. So, like, that's this is crazy. Led the league in tackles okay. for losses, 20, uh, 12 and a half sacks, and a safety from a nose tackle position. He had two mm-hmm. sacks versus us when he played the Niners, which didn't amount to much. But and then he also had a uh, <laughs> <laughs> safety versus Pittsburgh, and then a sack, a forced fumble, and a recovery versus Atlanta. And that defense wasn't that great this year. What did you rank him overall? I gave him a 97. 97 overall. 
Oh, I mean, I think again, this is this is in my mind. I'm still writing like ranking per season. So this is where Madden 21. This is where this past season 2020 yeah. 21 season. I don't think Aaron Donald's worth nice. Really, this past season. Um, you know, as as great as he is, he's a beast of a player. You know, two seasons ago, I probably would have given him a 99, which I think he was a 99. Um, but this season, no, he was kind of quiet. Um, LA was kind of getting, they were kind of getting smacked around a little bit. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, to me, maybe he's worth a 94, 95, but. I don't know. Minus I just keep in mind though, this is a guy who's double teamed on every play and still get double-digit sacks. I mean, that is true. Cleo Mack, where you at? Like, <laughs> how did, I still understand how he got to the Pro Bowl. Okay, who's your uh, who's your number ten? <laughs> my number ten is going to be my favorite linebacker of all time, Bobby Wagner. I ranked him my first ninety-seven on this list. Led the league in tackles again, one hundred fifty-nine tackles. Um, probably one of the smartest linebackers to play the game, most agile, his sideline to sideline is great. Um, he, he has great instinct for the ball. You know, he's, he's always leaning forward, but he has an amazing ability uh, to get back and defend the pass. Um, yeah, Bobby Wagner, though, to me, Bobby Wagner, all right. to me, the Seahawks defense could dissolve and it did. As long as they kept Wagner, I knew they were going to have a good defense and they did. Um, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, even KJ Wright wasn't was a shell of himself. I mean, he was still present, but and we can also both agree that Clowney was wildly overrated, like <laughs> wildly overrated. Uh, my number ten is my number ten is your boy. You just talked about him. I got Darius Smith at number ten out of ninety-seven. There we go. There uh, we go. I was just looking, watching some of his tape, and particularly with his sacks, and like two versus the Cowboys, two versus Denver. Those are both really good offensive lines. Um, mm-hmm. the two in the playoffs, which were huge. Against Seattle, mm-hmm. like you could just tell it demoralized them. It's it's a big deal to make third and long, mm-hmm. you know. And then my personal favorite was his three and a half against Minnesota. That yeah. was crazy. That was I mean, monster, he yeah. he seriously took it over. And Minnesota has a top mm-hmm. ten offensive line. Like those are those are pro mm-hmm. bowlers and all pros in that line. I think mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think he's number ten. He's a ninety seven. I I personally would take him over Aaron Donald. If I could do the season over mm-hmm. and say like, who do you want? I would take him over Chandler Jones. Mm-hmm. Honestly. <laughs> I would take. Zero. I don't know about Chandler Jones. No, I would take I mean, over Chandler, Jones I Chandler Jones because I, I, I he helps his team go to the playoffs. That is true. That is very that, true. That's my thing for him. The, the, the Smith brothers are. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I was all I was all about Preston for a while, but I kind of was like listening to you talk, so I went to go watch back, and it is more Preston reacting to uh, to Darius. I think mm. Preston's a baller. Don't get me wrong; he's better than yeah. most linebackers in the league. But it's definitely, I think, mm-hmm. Darius is definitely the, the alpha in that tandem. So, mm-hmm. Darius Smith. Okay, who's your nine? I mean, number nine is going to be the first offensive lineman I have, Quentin Nelson. <clears throat> I have him ranked 97. Um, he's a lockdown card for the Colts. Um, mm-hmm. who definitely fixed their own line this season, which I was bummed out because I feel like Luck finally got his wish. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. he decided to leave. But uh, the Colts <laughs> had a monster of an old line this season. Um, Quentin Nelson is definitely the spearhead of that. Um, just amazing, amazing guard. Yeah, probably the best in the league. Yeah, I saw this stat. He didn't even give up a sack. Like, that's hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Because that, that's a, he plays some really good defenses. My number nine is Julio. So, I have him at a 98. 
because it's his sixth okay, consecutive wow. season. You ranked him really high this season. I did. He's sixth consecutive season of 1,300 yards, um, yes. averaging 14 yards a catch, and just he dominates games. Like, mm-hmm. I hate to admit it when he beat us and they came up to leave my stadium, but he destroyed our secondary in that second half. Yeah. We had no – and that, that's with Sherman. I mean, I know Sherman is not the same Sherman, but mm-hmm. still, you know, like, Anthony, even at the end, is catching the ball and powering through. Hey, he had 134 on us, 166 on Jacksonville. Against Seattle in a losing effort, he had 152. I mean, mm-hmm. to, to go up to the Legion of Boom and get 150, mm-hmm. that's hard. To, to get but 50. how do you – how do you feel – Six TDs on the season. Though. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Julio Julio Jones. I mean, I, I again, I think he's the best receiver in this league. But for this season, six TDs, it's kind of low, you know, even for his numbers. Well, I mean, I, I had Mercy on him. Really, had seven. Well, I had mercy on him because wide receiver is a very dependable position. Your productivity mm-hmm. is determined by outs- you don't have any control how much catches you get or how many, mm-hmm. like you know, what routes you're gonna run. Like, it depends on the line. The Falcons line was terrible this year. Matt Ryan got sacked, I think, a record number of times. And Cam Jordan had, like, had like at least <laughs> 12 sacks on him the entire season in the same division. So, mm-hmm. I, I, he didn't have the most productive year, but his impact, I think, is why I ranked him so mm-hmm. high. I mean, I, I fault the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They've, just been, they've been horribly mismanaged ever since they've lost the Super Bowl. I mean, just even their draft picks, they're just picking a really suspect mm-hmm. guy's high – I don't know. They're letting, like, Vic Beasley walk. I, I just – I don't know if they really have a – Yeah, everything hasn't been the same since since uh, <clears throat> Shanahan left. Yeah, that. no, for sure. So, who is your number eight? My number eight is – I didn't have him ranked 99. I have him ranked 98. Um, is Christian McCaffrey. Uh, oh, wow. Which a lot of people were saying, you know, should – is. I mean, I think he definitely deserved the 99 at the beginning of the season. But when you watch him towards the end of the season – um, to me, it just it wasn't a 99 performance. I mean, I still have him ranked at 98, eight overall. Um, just you know, 14 yard or 1400 yards, 15 TDs. You know, he's averaging four yards carry. That's amazing, amazing stats. Um, and you know, I think that he was the main reason why Carolina was still in the running for most of the season, um, especially what what they were doing with, with Cam. Um, but to me, you know, there's a lot of better. There's a lot better running backs. Uh, this season, especially towards the end of the season. I mean, you know what I always say, the postseason is the most important part. Um, oh, yeah, and right. you need to be able to to play in the postseason. Um, I know, can, did Carolina even play? I don't think, no, they didn't play in this didn't make postseason. It. They didn't make it. No. But, you know, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. I haven't ranked yeah. 98 overall. So with that being said, well, the postseason being the most important, that's why I have the MVP at number eight. I have Lamar Jackson at number eight. Wow. Yeah. I, I he was. I mean, he, I mean, he set the ranked record. At what? For, ranked at what? I, I give him a ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. Okay. I mean, he set he reset or he set the record for quarterback rushing yards. He was a touchdown mm-hmm. passing leader. Uh, two perfect passer ratings, which is tied all time with Big Ben in one season. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't want to put him in the top five because, like you said, the playoffs was hugely disappointing. Like yeah. that. That was bad. <laughs> I'm not even yeah. a Ravens fan. I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even like the Ravens. I'm still salty over Super Bowl 47. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, you get all these deals, mm-hmm. you're on the cover of Madden, and you're not even going to – I don't know. But, <clears throat> yeah, so – I think this is yeah, I think I this is the first idea. time you're ranking somebody higher than the Madden <clears throat> list on your list. Because Lamar Jackson is a 94, even a 97. 
I give him I give him a ninety eight. I, I think he was awesome as oh, an individual. As an individual killed mm-hmm. it, but I mean when it yeah. mattered, yeah, no, definitely. It was like, mm. <laughs> you know? I mean, I just I can't forget that he's a quarterback, you know? Yeah. Like if I'm looking at those stats, I'm looking at a running back, I'm like, you know, wow. Like he I mean he cannot get balls into tight windows. Like Mark Andrews was wide open and the tight end in yeah, a lot of yeah. plays. Melvin Ingram was mm-hmm. wide open and Hollywood Brown was one of the fastest receivers in the game. You know, mm, his separation like, was amazing. Like he's not going to be dropping in, you know, dimes into windows like Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees. You know, like it's just it's not mm-hmm. that yet. I think he can improve, but not yet. So who is your? No, seven? no, definitely he's on. He's on the rounds. <clears throat> Who's your right. seven? My seven is the leader of the team with thirteen world titles. My, oh my favorite God. quarterback, the best quarterback in the league. I'll do <clears> with anybody that bad. Man in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I give him a 98 overall. 26 TDs on the season, four interceptions, 4,000 yards. Um, to me, this was probably, other than Lamar, the best line uh, for a quarterback because he had the most TDs with fewest interceptions. The only person to rival him was Drew Brees, um, who had 27 TDs. Rodgers had 26, and Brees had four interceptions. Rodgers had four interceptions, but Rodgers threw for a thousand yards more than Drew Brees. Um, and may I remind you that this past season, you know, still playing with Minnesota, still playing with Detroit, <clears throat> those secondaries are hard to beat. Um, and Rodgers is just going to do Rodgers things. He's going to drop uh, balls into tight windows. Um, yeah, 98. I wish I could say 99, but then again, you Aaron, let you me know that, that, that championship game. <laughs> you really gave him you a 98? Really? Yeah, man, I gave him a 98. Well, I think I'll, he's definitely – he deserves more credit if you, than what Madden gave him now. If you I give think him a 98, I don't feel bad about giving Jimmy Garoppolo an, an 86. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just say that. <laughs> I feel no qualms about that anymore. No qualms. Okay. <laughs> My number seven is uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I give him a 99. DeAndre Hopkins. He's terrifying. I'm so mad that he's in I my mean, division. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> I was so happy. I was him. like, what? The West go, go, to, so go, go to Vegas to or something. Like, I, I don't even want yeah. him in my conference. I mean, third, third mm-hmm. consecutive time he's an all pro. Okay. Second consecutive season yeah. with at least 100 catches, over 1,100 yards, and at least seven touchdowns. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's ridiculous. And then 118 versus Kansas City. I know they lost that game, but he pulled that team in that comeback. He was fantastic, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to do great too in uh, in uh, Arizona. I, I just he always wins those one on ones, man. He's such like a physical, yeah. big body receiver. Like I, he, I feel like he has he has like Randy Moss jumping ability, but with like Jerry Rice catching ability, and then he just bodies mm-hmm. people like like Anquan Bolden and Steve Smith. He's just he's just a bull. Like he's really mm-hmm. a one man wrecking crew. I I think. I think that the Cardinals, I don't know if they're a playoff team next year, but they're definitely not going to be bottom of the division for sure. Mm. <clears throat> okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I respect that. I love DeAndre Hopkins. I think that he's so, definitely, I mean, he's killing it right now. Who is your number six? <clears throat> My number six is going to be Steph Moore up in New England. Uh, led the league in pass defenses with 26 interceptions. He also led the um, he is probably the lockdown man-to-man corner I've seen probably since Darrell Revis. Mm-hmm. Um, he is exceptional with breaking up the pass. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, there's there's not much more. So you just say Stephon Gilmore, and you automatically think that their number one is going to have a hard time. My number six. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I mean, he did crazy. What is it? Would you say 20 passes defended? 20 pass defenses, yeah. No, yeah, he, he was something else this year. Um, my number six is actually Bobby Wagner. I give him a nine. I like that he's higher. I like, like, oh, nine, nine. I, I, mean, I, I got to give it to him. I got to give it to him. I mean, fifth time all pro, <laughs> he led the league in tackles. Just yep. Two pass defenses versus uh, Carolina. And the interception versus Carolina, he was insane. Like, mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, his fourth consecutive season of at least 130 tackles. That's, mm-hmm. that's just insane. Like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that, that's just crazy. Okay, so mm-hmm. who would be your number five? My number five is the first 99 on the list. Um, Got to give it to the Super Bowl MVP, uh, Patrick Mahomes, 26 TDs on the season, five interceptions, over 4,000 yards. Um, right now, he's the face of the league. Uh, he definitely deserves that 99 title. All the credit to him a lot for winning the Super Bowl. Um, making amazing plays, just staying cool in the pocket. He's able to roll out as he does. Uh, not to mention that he was able to willing to take a shot <laughs> on that uh, third down conversion, even though he lost the ball at the end. But uh, he's a leader. Uh, he's the success of the Chiefs right now. I don't know if he deserves that 10-year that contract. Um, I, I mean, again, I don't think any player deserves a 10-year contract with that yeah. much money. But, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, number five. 99. Yeah, I'm, I'm just glad they paid him so they run out of cap space and lose the division. So. <laughs> Yeah, and the West is done. The My West, number five making is um, Ezekiel Elliott. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. No, he's <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. No, it is my homeboy, Kittle over the middle, George Kittle. Yikes. Number uh, he's five. definitely – okay. And he's, he's ranked what? He's ranked what? What do you think, bro? 99 club. You already know. No, that is way yes. too. Yes. <laughs> that is way too much. That is way. Most receiving yards by a tight end you, in the you, first three seasons uh, at 2,945. Uh, he does everything on the offense. He blocks like a fullback. He'll pull like a guard. He'll lead block like a tackle. He sells routes. He'll even run the ball. He does it all. Okay. And he has awesome hands. But second of all, 626 yards after catch, which is third in the league behind. Austin Eckler and Christian McCaffrey. He beats out Michael Thomas in yards after catch. George Kittle does it all. He's the ultimate weapon. And if we don't give him a contract, I think you're letting the San Francisco. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Travis Kelsey has more yards than George Kittle. But Travis Kelsey is is one dimensional. Okay. Darren Waller. Darren Waller. You know who Darren Waller is? Because I don't. Apparently, he plays for. Yeah, Oakland. he's on the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he, he actually he made a number ninety nine in the top one hundred. <laughs> he has more yards <laughs> than Kill. I I don't think Kill. No, but Kill's impact to the team. Spot. His impact to the team. That's what puts him at ninety nine. He yak attack. It's all about yak attack. Six hundred twenty six <laughs> yards <laughs> after the catch, dude. <clears throat> Making Christian McCaffrey sweat. His kid over the middle. It's okay, though. I still don't think he deserves that 99. You know what? When he wins, like, three rings with us, I'll keep this sound bit. <laughs> All right. I'll replay it over and All over. Right. All right. Who's your number four? 
My number four is Chandler Jones. I have him ranked 99. 19 sacks. Um, I think it was – what was that? Yeah, 19 sacks, 148 uh, yards. He's a beast. Like, he's a beast. Um, I loved him when he was playing up in New England. Um, I think that he's definitely the core of the Arizona defense. I am so happy that Arizona finally has a quarterback and they finally have a receiver coming in. Um, I just think that he definitely deserves this 99 spot. 53 total tackles on the season. Um, with five pass defensive, he's a very, very nimble linebacker. Um, yeah, Chandler Jones, 99. Who you got it for? I love Chandler Jones. And I really root for him, but it's hard because he's in my division. I wish he was on any other team, really. <laughs> I wish he was on any other team, not in my division or, or Dallas. Because then, you know, I could see him, you know, get ring and, like, flex it. I love Chandler Jones and his brother. Okay. Um, the number four is actually Christian McCaffrey for me. Okay. I think he was – he's the definition of invaluable. I was just watching tape of him. Like, the first game they played, I think it's the Rams – like, you mm-hmm. know, Cam Newton makes one of his famously accurate throws into the hands of a defensive lineman, right? <laughs> he swats yeah. it. Christian McCaffrey jerks back and takes it up for eight yards. Like, mm-hmm. just stuff like that. And, like, the way he would just – I mean, he would he could hit the gaps. He'll block. He does, he'll do it all. And he's only the third player in history behind uh, – who is it? Marshall Falk and Roger Craig, mm-hmm. who for some reason is not in the Hall of Fame. It's disgusting. Probably because he's a 49er. Um, <laughs> they hate us. No, he's only the third player to do that. I mean, I really yeah. think that he made this team relevant. Because, I mean, I know, like you said, he wasn't maybe the 99 guy at the end. But, yeah, I think, man, he went through, like, three different quarterbacks. None of them were, like, adequate. Even Kyle Allen at his best, it was, like, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, the remember Ryan Tannehill. Does yeah, anybody yeah. want Ryan Tannehill? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. Want to trade to I get Ryan Tannehill? No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was a huge fan of McCaffrey at Stanford. You know, I was I was rooting for him uh, to get drafted number one overall when he was in that draft class. I wanted him peppers. to come. I wanted him to stay in the Bay Area so bad. When Carolina took that him. That was when you got I was you guys disgusted. Got Isaiah Thomas, right? Um, was that Isaiah Simmons? No, no, that draft, we took Solomon Thomas, his teammate. That's right, Solomon Thomas. Yeah, such a great pick. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> really Another loving this pick three it, years later. No, but yeah, so I, I have him as um yeah, I have him as my 99. Plus, I mean, he was the most he what most total touchdowns tied with Aaron Jones and Aaron Jones walled out. Mm-hmm. So I thought Aaron Jones had 16 rushing touchdowns. Doesn't McCaffrey has 15? No, I mean total touchdowns. Oh, oh at 19, yeah. Total, yeah, total for three more. <clears throat> and then uh who nice. is your number three? My number three is going is and who should be the league MVP for this season. I have Russell Wilson ranked him 99, 31 touchdowns, five interceptions, over 4,000 yards. Um, and may I remind you that that is with Chandler Jones rushing in his face. That is with Bosa and Butner rushing in his face. That is with Aaron Donald in his face. With that Seattle O line, <laughs> so needs help. They're basically a defense. They're so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he did all of that, still able to lead his team uh, into the playoffs as a wild card, uh, still able to throw for 31 touchdowns, still only throw five interceptions, still throw for four 
thousand yards with receivers like the rookie DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, who are good, but they're no Doug Baldwin. No, exactly. It's unbelievable what this guy's been able to do in Seattle. He's definitely the heart and he's the core of Seattle. Um, gotta love him. Definitely deserved MVP this season. Uh, also, Russell Wilson. I mean, also, I'm glad that DK Metcalf is in none of our list. I, I love the guy, but some people are going way overboard with DK <laughs> Metcalf. <laughs> he's good, but I don't think he's a 90 yet. I don't think number three yet. is. I'm sure you will not appreciate this. Michael Thomas is my number three. I don't appreciate that at <laughs> yeah, all. I know. He's, not, <laughs> he's a 99, and I'll say this. Yeah, I mean, the next, what was it? 149 receptions, which is the record. Um, 1,725 receiving yards, which is um, let it. The next guy was like 700 yards away. You know, nine touchdowns. Um, but I don't think he was the most impactful player on the season in terms of Madden. But he was he – was, he was effective, though. I mean, no one can guard him on a slant. Literally, that's like his route. <laughs> a slant. It's just, <clears throat> I just wish he would have – I know it's not his fault. I just wish he would have come up bigger in the playoff game against the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I think that there were many opportunities for him to maybe move the chains. I know Drew Brees is that fault, too, but I just can't find it in my heart to rank him number one. I can't. I'm sorry, I can't. All right. right. So your number two, drop it. My number two is big boy Derrick Henry for Tennessee. He ranked 99, 1,500 yards on the season, tied the league um, for the most TDs, tied with, again, Aaron Jones. That's why I have Aaron Jones ranked 15. Um, But he led the league in rushing yards, uh, probably single-handedly, I would say, carried the Titans as far into the playoffs as they did. yeah, I mean, he's a he's a Bama built back. Um, he's fast. He's huge. Um, he he can almost do it all. He can get screens. He can run out on the end. He can run it straight through the a gap. Um, well built back. Tennessee is probably. I mean, the Tennessee franchise him yet? I mean, I'm. They, they probably should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um. Yeah. Gotta love him. Definitely deserve. Definitely deserve the ninety nine this season. Uh. Yep. My number two is well, you got is the Super Bowl MVP. That's my number two. Wow. Yeah, he. I. I think he was. I mean, unfortunately, hey, unfortunately, he was phenomenal in the <laughs> Super Bowl. Unfortunately, <laughs> it hurts. He was phenomenal. In the yeah, Super Bowl. I love with that. that contract. He could pay for my therapy. Um, no, but he was the MVP. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the fact that he had three double digit comebacks in a row and won them by uh-huh. a margin of double digits, and then to do mm-hmm. that in the Super Bowl. The championship and the divisional round. That's just crazy. That mm-hmm. is, it's also his second season in a row. Mind you, he he was hurt. Missed like two games. With yeah. over four thousand yards, yeah. at least sixty-five percent completion rate, and hundred and five or higher passer rating. That's, that's mm-hmm. crazy. I honestly think that is crazy. I honestly think he would have passed up Lamar in the MVP votes if he played the entire season. Easy. I'm curious where you put Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson better be on this list. All right. So who is your number one? <laughs> My number one <clears throat> is for this season, 99 overall, Michael Thomas. You definitely ranked him too, although, you know, I mean, 1,700 reception yards in the season. Okay. May I remind you that the closest, the closest competition to him for 17 is Julio Jones. With 
14. Okay, so he, he got 300 more yards over the competition. Nine TDs on the season. Phenomenal performance. Mayor Mining, he also, like you said, has the reception record now on top of this season. I think he just deserves it. I think he deserves it. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of people could reach the reception yards if you have Drew Brees throwing it like 95% of the game. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. But <laughs> well, I think that he definitely deserved it this season. What else uh, did he was Drew averaging Brees? 11 I mean, and 6 yards. It's, it's easier. I mean, I think one reason Julio had those catches is because you can just zero in on him. You don't have to worry about Alvin Kamara. Because if you just play past defense, they'd be like, okay, draw play, pick up nine yards. So, no, I agree. Yeah, but he I was think, badass, though, but he was I, mean, right. I think Michael Thomas's 50-50 ball is getting better than Julio Jones. I don't think it's there yet. Julio Jones is still an animal. But Michael Thomas is getting there. Do you think Julio has a better 50-50 than DeAndre Hopkins? I'm going to say that that beast of Julio Jones does have a better really? 50-50 ball. He's stronger. I mean, but, okay, DeAndre Hopkins has a little bit of separation. Julio Jones kind of doesn't at times, but he'll still come down with the ball. If, if, you, if you look what, at me. What? And Julio, Jones is not, Julio Jones is like a track star. He's way faster than Hopkins, I'll tell you that. He's a burner. Okay, if, if, you, if you look at me and you say, okay, <clears throat> there's two receivers. One's Hopkins, one's Julio. They both have the corner all over them. I'm going to take Julio Jones to come down with the ball. I, I'm taking Hopkins to come down with the ball. Um, Easy. I'll take Hopkins to make a hard catch, but if the ball is – if Aaron Rodgers is throwing the ball and it just comes down to who's going to – who's stronger, who's better, it's going to be Julio Jones. What? No, I think I think Hopkins is way stronger than Julio Jones. All right, all right, all right. Next topic. Next and then, but then you missed <laughs> the part where they, where they drop it and then George Kittle comes out of nowhere, scoops it up, oh, yeah, takes yeah, it yeah. to the house. <laughs> You okay, also forgot so, about the part, you know, where, where they run wasp and totally just burn. That's an illegal, it's a, it was an illegal play. Um, <laughs> they had twelve men on the field. Okay, so my number one is Russell Wilson. I think he was was the best player. I respect that by a mile. I respect that as much as I hate Seattle and they probably litter and they're just immoral. <laughs> they are the blue no, manifestation of Satan. That. As much as no. that is, <laughs> so it's just a joke. Um. I think he was the best player by a mile in the league. I have to yeah. give respect where it's yeah. due. I hate playing him. I wish he played for anyone else because then I could actually cheer for him. But, no, I mean, tied for the most game-winning drives with Josh Allen and the baddest man of the Bay Area, Jimmy G. <clears throat> also tied for the most fourth-quarter comebacks. Once again, my boy Jimmy G and Josh Allen. 31 touchdowns and five interceptions with, like, no one to throw to. I'm sorry, Tyler Lockett's good. DK Metcalf is good. But, like, they're, they're not all pros. Well, you know? Like, no. No. Yeah. They would not be considered top five. I'll put it that way. Like, I'm mm. pretty sure people would take Keenan Allen before, you know, DK Metcalf. Um, yeah, yeah. And in the, play, in the playoffs alone, <laughs> I, I know it was a losing effort, but in the playoffs alone, dude, I mean, 602 yards averaging almost 10 yards a pass with a 64% mm-hmm. completion rate. And look, nobody was helping him in that Green Bay game. Don't get me wrong. Aaron Rodgers balled out. I mean, you can't beat that man at home, mm-hmm. right? But, yeah. I mean, the fact that he had the Smith brothers bringing down his neck, no one could catch. It's about – You're playing in the tundra. Yeah, it's, everything's the frozen. Tundra. The ball probably feels like a mm-hmm. rock. And, like, to still, like, bring them within, like, a touchdown and winning that game – that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. To me. I feel yeah. like if you put him in any other system with, like, competent talent, if you put him in Tampa Bay, oh, that's a dynasty. 
Like, they're winning the next four Super Bowls. <laughs> it's not even a question. I think the only right. other quarterbacks who could survive in Russell Wilson's situation, and I mean survive, not thrive, because they're not mobile, would be Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I think if you put any other quarterback with Seattle's offense, the startup, they don't even reach seven wins. I, I don't believe that. There's only two other quarterbacks who could maybe get seven, but they wouldn't go to the playoffs. I do not mm-hmm. believe Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady would go to the playoffs with that Seattle lineup. It's just I think they would. that offensive line is terrible. Could. It's so bad. It's worse than Green Bay's. <laughs> the only good spot on Green Bay. Okay, he was my honorable mention. My honorable mention was David Bakhtiari. David Bakhtiari. Gotta love him. He was my yeah, honorable he's mention. at 16 for me. I, no. I just – he was the only – Green. he's the best line was on the so game. Bad. That line was so bad. <laughs> like, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I, Russell Wilson to me should have been the MVP. I, in my opinion, I think it's a crime that he hasn't got the MVP vote. It's crazy. No, I agree with you on that. I definitely I don't, agree I don't with understand that. that. Okay, so for the playoffs, here we go. All right, so I want your picture of the AFC winners and give me the two wild cards because now it's a two wild card system. I got you. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah I got you. <clears throat> All right, so for the AFC North, no doubt about it, Baltimore is definitely coming out on top. Um, I mean, if you're if you're playing in the division. Where, you know, <laughs> you're playing with the Bengals and the Browns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got both. You got both that's, Ohio teams. That's four All wins. You the Steelers. <laughs> it's four All bye weeks. The Steelers, and that's no problem. Yeah. Um. You know, I love Coach Harbaugh. Um. Mark Ingram is a beast. I was a huge fan of him coming out of Alabama. You know, of course, you got Lamar. You got the reigning season MVP. Uh, you got Hollywood Brown. Um, He's bad. You know, Hollywood you, Brown you bad. get you got you got Earl Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, Baltimore's going to ball out, especially this season. Now that they got a handle, and then in my mind, Lamar Jackson's only going to get better. Like right mm-hmm. now, he's only going to get better. He's yeah. going to get. He's going to start throwing more accurate deep balls. Um, they're definitely Super Bowl contenders. Um, yeah, they're coming out of AFC North. How about you? Right. AFC. You know, I um, <clears throat> I took Baltimore too. I mean, it's you know, it's a no-brainer. Um. I yeah. just feel bad for Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh, yeah. it's kind of funny. <laughs> Pittsburgh is what Baltimore used to be. Like, I'm sure you remember. You remember mm-hmm. when Ben Roethlisberger was firing, you know, Antonio Brown wasn't, you know, beating people and throwing furniture out of hotels. And they still had <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. Like, they used to be, yeah. like, one of the most high-powered offenses, and they would always just outscore people, like Kansas City. And it was always Baltimore. I mean, don't forget way back when they had Ryan Shazier. No, exactly, and, um, yeah. But I'm talking about like pre-Dick LeBeau, though. Like when their defense was just garbage. Okay, okay. Um, like when, they used to have, <laughs> when they used to have like Darius Hayward Bay, and he'd give up like you know, 50 yards every game. So, And then it was funny because then Baltimore used to be the opposite. They remember when they had Terrell Suggs and Haloti Nada, and they just used to just pull yeah, people like down. Baltimore, and then Joe Flacco would just kind of sputter yeah. after the Super Bowl. No, but now I think it's <laughs> yeah. the opposite. I think, I mean, Pittsburgh has a – has a really underrated defense. T.J. Watt was another one of my honorable mentions. I like him better than his brother mm-hmm. by a mile. T.J. Watt's bad. That guy takes over games. Yeah. Also, Mika Fitzpatrick, yeah. shout out to him, was also on my honorable mention list. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's definitely one of the top corners. <clears throat> right um, no, I think Baltimore takes it easy. I mean, like you said, you just have to beat Pittsburgh. I mean, Cleveland <laughs> yeah. is so dysfunctional, right? I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I was a Baker fan. I was so stuck when he won the Heisman. Like, I, I liked him more than Lamar, but. You know, I mean, he's wow. just a lot not of a Baker fan. I wanted Lamar to come they had, out. First you know, they, they had, first they had a new coach every single year. You know, and then um, you know, it, even though Cincinnati has you know the Tiger King, 
Um, (laughs) 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 Joe Burrow. No, yeah, they're not going to – he's going to be awful. I mean, I predict. I mean, he has A.J. Green and some help, but, you know, Cincinnati is notoriously cheap, and they always skimp on scouting. They're just the worst. So who is yeah, your pick like for, you said, uh, they only got to they got to beat the the Steelers. All oh, they got to yeah, do is beat the yeah. Steelers. I mean, and then one of those wins is at home. So guaranteed. Be awesome. Yeah, all that just to go um, one one in the playoffs. Okay, so what <laughs> is your prediction for the East, the AFC? For the East, you know, a month ago, you remember this? A month ago, I was saying Buffalo. I was saying Buffalo was going to come out over um, for the East, and then uh, don't do it. <laughs> Cam Newton had to sign with New England. So, again, I'm putting Bill Belichick's team back on the mound. I'm going to say that they're going to come out of the East. Um, Belichick's too good to be beat. And now that he has the solid starter quarterback, even though I don't, I'm skeptical about how Cam's going to do in a Belichick system, I still think Belichick's going to bring out the best of them and they're going to get to the playoffs. So, yeah. Really? New England, okay, I'm sorry. I, I disagree with you very strongly. This is Buffalo's for the taking. This is all Buffalo. <laughs> no, it's not. It is. Bill no, Belichick no. can't be beat. Buffalo had a shot. They had a shot. Who is Nick Foles? Have... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nick Foles tore that defense up. Mm. <laughs> Nick Foles, his, play, his playoff version when he gets, like, plus 50 strength and evolves is terrifying, and he tore Bill Belichick up. No, this is Buffalo's year to win it. They have a way better defense. They have Stephon Diggs with the big arm quarterback. They're going to be fine. They're going to be just. Fine. It's Bill Belichick. It's probably the greatest mind that this football has ever that, that football has ever seen. The greatest mind who blew a late lead to Ryan Fitzpatrick in Week 17 to lose the number two seed after Tom Brady got the lead in the fourth quarter. But whatever. <laughs> this is Buffalo. Oh, All right. I, mean, I like it. I hate you, the you really trust Cam Newton? I trust Cam Newton and the <clears throat> Belichick system. I, I don't trust Cam Newton. I'm sorry. All right, we'll see it. Yeah, we'll I like see his, it. I, I like his monocles and hats, but I don't know about his playing style. <laughs> like, we'll see it. Keep, keep, keep this recording, man. When New England comes out on top. All right. Well, can't wait to eat that. All right. So for the South, we got <laughs> the South. Oh, man, you're gonna hate this. But I have Indianapolis. I think it's Indianapolis's year. That this is my this is my what is it? It's, it's not the wild card spot, but it's my wild card call. Um, you know how much I love Deshaun Watson. I I say to you all the time that I would take Watson over Mahomes, um, which I still would. But Indianapolis is right now the solid team. Also, the South, the Texans, <clears throat> and the Texans. I don't know what's happening. You just get rid of Hopkins. You're kind of not helping Watson out. Um. And the Colts are only getting better. Now they have a solid quarterback. Phillip Rivers, you know, he's solid. Not the best. <laughs> he's not the best, but I'm going to take Rivers over Dorsett. So it's a very endearing so, yeah. term. It's <laughs> a way to put it lightly. I'm on, you know, I, you know, this whole time I was thinking, all right, Indy, you know, obviously. But mm-hmm. the more I think about it, the less I trust Phillip Rivers. I don't trust him. I, I really don't. He had way more talent in, in L.A. Couldn't get it done. Never could. Ever. So, no, I, I'm taking Houston. I think Deshaun Watson, now he has uh, – what's his name? Um, what's that receiver from the Rams? He keeps getting, like, passed around. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, yeah. I think Brandon Cooks is going to ball he's out. He's getting passed around. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to ball out. For oh. 
I don't know. I trust Deshaun Watson with the franchise more than I do Philip Rivers. I, I do. I love Deshaun Watson. I just think that right now, I think that the O-line in Indy is better than the O-line in Houston. I mean, to be honest, if, if, if Lamar didn't win the MVP, I would have had Deshaun Watson on my list instead of Lamar. Oh, no, guarantee. Like, no, I mean, I still would have had Russell Wilson. But oh, no. Deshaun yeah, Watson probably sure. would have been my third no. pick. No, I'm sorry, man. I, think I mean, I, I think <clears throat> I have to mention this. We're both forgetting about Tennessee. Who? Um, I'm just kidding. About Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean they got their but everyone knows their game plan now. You stack the boxes, let Ryan Tannehill throw. Like, he's not going to make those throws. He's not going to make those throws. Hey, man, you got you got the UH boy. You got, oh, my you God. Got I forgot now, about so that. Careful. Can you imagine if he just comes in and destroys the NFL? Would that be hilarious? UH would be stoking. Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. <laughs> we get, like, all these recruits from Florida going to UH. <laughs> we get, like, half the state of Georgia coming to UH. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'd love it. So, um, this was easy, so we'll just talk about this. Chiefs are winning the West. Okay, let's just... Yeah, yeah. Right. We don't even have to yeah, make that's, it up. That's, yeah, that's Chiefs, not. they have the West for, like, 10 years. Oh, yeah. So. As long as that contract is, Moving like... On. As long as those checks are clearing, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Um, yeah. My wild card is Indianapolis. That's my first wild card. Okay. I respect that. My second wild card is Denver. <clears throat> Yikes. All right. Let's go. Cool. Okay, let me name my wild card. Let me card hear your wild cards. I'll talk, I'll talk to you about Okay, my first wild card is the Texans. Now, I'm not saying that the Texans so are going to be terrible. Cool. I'm saying that it's going to be a close race Yeah. in the South. Um, I still see Indy coming on top, but the Texans, again, I would take Watson over Mahomes. Um, I love the Texans. I love Watson. They're definitely going to be the wild card. They're definitely going to be in the playoffs. Um, and then my second is Buffalo. I still see them as a great team. I still don't see them going to Foxborough and beating Belichick. But, yeah. Okay. So, let's back up. So, you have Denver. Yes. As your wild card. Yes. Is there any reason why you didn't put the Patriots in the playoffs? Yes. Why? Because I don't trust Cam Newton. That roster is garbage. <laughs> that roster. <laughs> the roster is so garbage. Okay, but how many times has Belichick taken a no-name roster? You only have one name, and that's Tom Brady. He takes them to the Super Bowl. Well, he had Tom a Brady. Lot. That's the thing. He had Tom Brady. Before Tom okay. Brady had a losing record, Tom Brady mm. is magic. <laughs> the greatest person to walk the planet since Joe Montana is easily Tom Brady. It's not even close. All right, I cannot wait to make you eat those words and say that the Patriots are not going to the playoffs. That is, that is unbelievable. I, Who's I your other one? So it was I, Indy and it was Denver. Why, you, why Denver? You know what? Why Tom, Denver? I Honestly, he wasn't on my list, but I would have put I, – I ranked Tom Brady ahead of Aaron Rodgers for this season. I did. <laughs> I did. To go to the playoffs with Philip, so with Philip Dorsett <laughs> – <laughs> and Gunnar Nelson and the Rex Burkhead who tears his knee every two weeks. Pretty great. <laughs> Do you even know who Gunnar Nelson is? Yeah, exactly. Okay. He was collecting cards at Costco last week. That's who he is, okay? That's <laughs> Gunnar Nelson. That's Gunnar Nelson. Dude, I, I, I just... <laughs> to take that to the playoffs is in itself magical. And when he's in Tampa Bay, 
Like, dude, you better watch out. But no, yeah, I have Denver taking it because outside of Kansas City, LA's going to be struggling with a new quarterback, and Tyrod Taylor's not going to do anything. And then the Raiders are in a new place, and, you know, they're kind of the Raiders. So I don't really expect them to do anything crazy either. Like, yeah, they have speed now. That defense is still awful. I could run for 50. I could rush for 100 yards against the Raiders defense. Maybe if we get a sponsor, I can buy pads and go up to a game. I just don't think. I I don't think. Okay. Let's be honest here. Denver's in the West. So it's guaranteed two losses in the division with the Chiefs. Colts, or or not the Colts, uh, the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, still feels where I'm from. That's 50 50. I don't know if the Broncos are going to beat. Oakland and they're gonna sweep the series. I really don't. And just to have them in there before New England, who again plays in the AFC East, so that's guarantee four wins playing the Jets and the Dolphins. I don't see how you have the Broncos making the wildcard over the Patriots. I really don't. That roster is ten times better than the Patriots roster. Oh, okay. Okay. It's we'll way better. <laughs> that is so weird. Okay. Do you want Jerry I mean, Judy and Noah Fant? Or, and um, what's his name um, from Wisconsin? The running back from the Chargers? Melvin Gordon? Or do you want Rex yeah. Burkhead, <laughs> Tony Dors- Philip Dorsett, <laughs> and Gunnar Nelson? Who would you like? By the way, you still have Brad, uh, Von Miller and Bradley Chubb on the other side. And Drew Locke is in the scrub. I think he's going to step it up. And not to mention their Pro Bowl tight end, Noah Fant. He's pretty good. Noah Fant's pretty great. And you still have uh, uh, Philip Lindsay in the backfield. It's a way better roster. I just have better faith in Bill Belichick <clears throat> than I do in Coach Vick. That's all I'm saying. See, I, I, nah, I think it's done for you to shine. I don't think New England uh-huh. has enough talent. All right, we'll see. We'll see. I'll play a phone with Cam Newton. All right, moving on to the NFC. You're going to get tra- Trevor Lawrence <laughs> watch. Okay, so who do you have winning the North? Oh, we'll just skip this. We all know it's Minnesota. No, I'm just kidding. So, let's back up. Okay, so it's going to be my team, the 13-time world champions. All right. They bought those championships. Okay. Green Bay, <laughs> Green Bay Packers are going to win the North. Um, to me, the only competition was Minnesota, and then they did us a favor by making it easier. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what they're thinking. And without roads, um, the North is wide open for for. You know, to be- I may mean, remind you that the the Packers didn't get rid of anybody. I mean, they only got rid of Jimmy Graham. You know who I mean, they're gonna get rid of? Roster. <laughs> oh wow! Let's say this for another time. Uh, the case of winning the North. Well, I, I have you guys too. Um, I think that the mm-hmm. future Bears quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, will lead them to another <laughs> division yeah. win. But, I mean, I know. I think you were talking about when they let go of um, Stephon Diggs and stuff, right? I think that they, mm-hmm. I think you guys won this division as soon as they give Kirk Cousins guaranteed money. As soon as I saw that headline, <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Uh, we have another dynasty. Cool. It'll be like 2010. Like, oh, God. And the fact that they give him an extension. It's just, yeah, I don't know, man. He just. Yeah. I don't know what they see in him. I mean, really? the fact that the fact that they did that with Cam Newton on the table, <laughs> right? I would take. I, like, happy, I would take. Cam we got the North again. Kirk Cousins. Oh yeah, I do. I would take. Uh, <laughs> I would take Case Keenum over Kirk Cousins. They were 
Oh, guaranteed. They were very relevant with Case Keenum. And then, you know, the Bears always have a pretty solid defense, but it's just – they're such a mess at quarterback. It's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Mr. Biscuit, he's probably on his way out. Probably on his way out. I mean, you're you're bringing Nick Foles in, but I still don't think that that's enough to beat – Yeah, I mean, people – I think people get suckered into the whole Nick Foles. He came into the perfect situation. The Eagles that year were insane. That was a top oh, five yeah. defense all around. Yeah, Michael Jenkins. Insane like weapons. No, and yeah. yeah, I just, I really like Nick Foles. I do. He's Brandon awesome, Graham. but he's not. Like, I would take him work Cousins, but he's not, like, no, he's not going to revive the Bears dynasty. They need a whole no, yeah. All right, so who do you have winning the East? The East, you're going to hate this. This is Don't even my, this is oh, me going off on a limb. I think. It's going to be the New York Giants. I think the New York Giants are taking what? the East. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought right you were going to say yep, Dallas because yep. I hate Dallas. No. New York? No, no, no. I have New York. Yeah. I think New York has the easier season going um going into 2020. Um, oh. I think that right now they're the most solid. <clears throat> Dallas is going through a change. Philadelphia is still trying to figure out who their quarterback is. Um, I think Danny Dimes, and I love Danny Dimes. He's awesome. I think they finally get I think they finally get it together in New York and they take the East. And again, I'm not saying that they take the East going in like twelve and two. I'm talking like they're gonna be nine and seven taking the East. But I I think they I think they win the East. Yeah. Okay, so next podcast we're gonna do drug tests. Um I have <laughs> I have Philly. No, no, I would respect if you said Dallas, but not Philly. Philly. They don't even know who their quarterback is. First of all, New York is trying to find their identity with their new coach, okay? The Cowboys are trying to, like, just find a way to win with their talent because they're so dysfunctional. Oh, I, got, I, got the, I got the I got the. And the, the Washington Redskins are trying to find a name. So, I no, think Philly – Washington football. Washington oh, football. Right. My bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so, no, I, I definitely have uh, Philly. Because, okay, that is the best quarterback in the division. Not even close. Carson Wentz is their undoubted starter. I need to look it up. I need to look it up. But if you take out his rookie I season, would take. Yeah, I was you can, I was you can full on write this down. I would take Dak Prescott over Carson Wentz. What? I personally would. I would. Yeah, I would. Well, I mean, this is also a guy who gave Aaron Rodgers a 98. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I think Carson Wentz, dude, once he has a healthy roster, I mean, to take that beat up roster to the playoffs, he was throwing to backups. Like guys who were like UPS drivers at one point. They're like, hey, man. You want to play football on Sunday? Okay. <laughs> that's who he's playing with. I mean, that's, that was half of his roster going against Dallas. I, I think they win a Carson Wentz. He's probably, in my opinion, the most underrated quarterback. I'll take it back second. First is Jimmy. Um, second most underrated quarterback in the league. I have Philly winning it. I don't, I don't I, see. I like New York. I, I do like New York, but it's just. I would take New- Dallas over, over Philly. Well, the thing is, like, I mean, I, I was looking up their their schedule earlier. I mean, okay, listen to this. Listen to this. Within their first four games, they play the Rams and the Niners. Okay. I mean, so do the Giants, actually. Yes. <laughs> but you look towards the end. Okay, the Giants end up playing the Cardinals. They play the Bengals. They play the Browns. All right. You look towards the end for the Eagles. They play the Saints. Then they go to Dallas. And you still have the Cardinals in Washington. But then you also have the Packers and the Seahawks. I, I just don't see Philly coming out on top with their schedule compared to the Giants. 
I, I well, you have a tough schedule, but half of my belief, half of it is Carson wins. The other half is the Maybe. sheer is the sheer incompetence of every other team in that division. I mean, if you're taking Carson Wentz, you have Carson Wentz for like four games. So have <laughs> that is true. It's very true. <laughs> uh, that right, I feel like right. I always feel like the, the NFC East for like the past three years has been like the hardest. It is game. always a toss up. Yeah. It is All always right. a toss up. So That's what who I'm do you have against. winning the Wild South? I have. Here comes the disrespect. I said it before. Here it comes. I, I have Carolina. I have Carolina coming out on top. I know what you're gonna say. I don't think that it's gonna be enough to win the way or win the South. I think I think Teddy Bridgewater is going into a great system. You have Christian McCaffrey who's probably gonna ball out with an actual quarterback this time. I just see Carolina taking it. I really do. I think that the Saints have some internal issues to deal with. I think Tampa Bay still needs to figure themselves out. I mean, I'm worried for Tampa Bay. I, I'm worried that they might have problems being not saying that they're gonna be as terrible as the Browns. But I think that they're going into a season way too hyped up, like like the Cleveland Browns. Um, I think Carolina is just solid. They're the sleeper. They're they're the quiet giant sleeping in the back. Yeah, Carolina's taking the South. Okay, when Carolina wins that division, the owner will turn off his Xbox and cry himself to sleep because he did not sign Tom Brady. Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> are taking that division by storm. I, no. I'm not. I don't think they're taking. You have the goat. No, and this. No, time, you had a you had a guy that was playing in the perfect football system in the AFC East. Okay, in the AFC East. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, not the goat. You have Aaron Rodgers' nightmare with perfect weapons and a perfect uh. system this time, with an offensive-minded coach in warm weather. So weather is in a huge condition, huge factor. Dude, Tampa Bay's gonna run it. Tampa Bay's gonna run it. Drew Brees is on the I'm just, I'm just going to say Bridgewater this. I remember way back when, system. way back when, when Earl Thomas said to Tom Brady, try and come play in our division. This, that's what this is going to be. Tom Brady's going to get a wake-up call playing in the NFC. I'm taking Carolina. I think they're way built to win the South this season. I, I have Tampa Bay winning maybe in two or maybe in the next season, but I don't have them winning this season. <laughs> And Tom right. Brady did play Earl Thomas in the Super Bowl and dropped only 120 on them in the fourth quarter. That's all. But, you know, whatever. Earl Thomas, <laughs> lead blocker for Derrick Henry. Um, no, yeah. I, <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I have top of winning this. I think it's I, – I, you know, I always thought you were going to go with New Orleans, though. No. I'm kind of glad you didn't. I was. Because I feel like people don't talk that – talk about Troop. He's, like, really regressing. Like – Mm-hmm. He doesn't bomb anymore. His accuracy is terrible. Like the first play from the um the wild card, that w- that was pretty awful. No, but I mean, I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think, I think Carolina can knock off the Saints for sure. I think Carolina can knock off everybody in that division. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. About I think Terry Bridgewater is going to walk up with ice in his veins into Tampa oh Bay and show Tom Brady God. who the king of the South is. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> that lead. joke just gets better um, every single time. All right, so who do you have winning the West? Just ooh, I it. love it. It's Seattle. It's definitely not going to be the 49ers. Get it over with like a Band-Aid. Do it quick. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely Seattle. Get all that hate them. out of your heart. <laughs> I have them. <laughs> I have them just dominating the West. I think it's their time. Russell Wilson is firing on all cylinders. They finally addressed that terrible old line in the draft. Um, 
DK Metcalf's only going to get only going to get better. Tyler Locker is only only going to get better. I have Seattle winning the North. All right, winning winning the West. Excuse me. Definitely not going to be Forty ers It's going to be close, but it's going to be Seattle well, on top. You could probably win the North with all that talent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, real quick. Can you imagine though if Seattle and the Packers were in the same division? Can you know how insane that would be? Oh, that would be the finest division. That to would watch. be playoff games twice a year. Anyway, um, that would be that would be the Super Bowl. That, that would. Be would. The Super Bowl. I wouldn't even watch the Super Bowl. I would just want to watch like Week Seven. <laughs> I wouldn't even care. Yeah. Week Seven. Yeah. That's it. Um. All right. Objectively, the 49ers are going to obliterate every single team in that division. No, they're not. No, yeah, they're, they're not. my boys. I gotta stick with my boys. First of all. No, we lose Buckner, right? But we get a young, hungry player with the same physical traits in Javon Kinlaw. Then Debo gets hurt. I remember because you sent it to me at 6 a.m. laughing. Oh, I was laughing. I was so happy. <laughs> but we have Brandon Ayuk, and now we sign Jordan Reed. Like, a lot of these guys fit perfectly to our offense. Ayuk is, like I said, yak attack. That's what we're going to be about, yak attack. George Kittle, yak attack. Debo Samuel. Yeah, attack. Brandon Ayuk. I just don't. Can I remind you that the Niners, both games, almost lost twice to the Arizona Cardinals. And the Arizona Cardinals are dangerous right now. I see the Seattle beating the Cardinals. I see the Niners losing at least once to Arizona. The 49ers almost lost twice. Yeah. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers almost went to the Super Bowl. Okay, it's the same argument. <laughs> I still think Seattle almost went there on his back half the time, but um, <laughs> no, yeah, but at least at least it was an almost. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo never almost won the Super Bowl. It was a totally one-sided show for the second half. I mean, I'm just loving it. My God, you're like Hawaiian Okay, so no, our defense is back too. Our defense is going to be on fire. Plus, you got to think about it. Seattle and Arizona neglected their two biggest needs, which I'm so thankful for. They both have horrible offensive lines. Both of them. Mm-hmm, that's true. Like Isaiah Simmons, he's a great pick. They didn't neglect, I mean, he though. would be a Seattle didn't neglect it. He would be a great tandem with Chandler Jones, but I mean, Kyler Murray was running for his life the entire the the only other quarterback who could win have yeah, a winning record would be Russell Wilson in that situation. I think Seattle offensive line is so bad, and like in the years, I'm like. They have Jamal. They have Jamal Adams, right? Okay, good. Whatever. Yeah, they do. Have Jamal I think Adams. he's a bit overrated, but <clears throat> they don't have any first round picks for the next two years. They're a colder version of the Rams. Just super bad managing just, the last. They're just signs. trying to win a bowl now. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to All win a bowl with their star quarterback. Is whack Russell Wilson six times, and that game is hard. It's, it's really just knock him down after he throws the ball. No, yeah, I mean, but we have Kittle and Reed, right? Kittle does it all, as I said earlier. The, the 99 magical overall Kittle will do it all. And then Jordan Reed's going to be in the system, so it'll be kind of like a Aaron Hernandez-Gronk sort of tandem, like a one-two punch. Raheem Mostert's coming back. We have Jared the Jet McKinnon. He's going to be fine. All-pro fullback, Kyle Juszczyk. Debo's going to come back healthy, like, in the beginning of the season. And you know I love Debo. Debo will eat Jamal Adams for breakfast. And then um, – he would. He would. And then – I trust Jimmy. Jimmy's going to know the offense like the back of his hand. He's going to have a breakout season. He is. I'm just not going to say anything because I don't need to say anything. I was still going to think of the vision. You heard it here, dude. 
Is it a bird? Is it a plane? You it's heard it Garoppolo. You heard it to remember it. Seattle's winning the West. What do you have for the wild cards? What do you have for the wild cards? All right. So my first wild card is New Orleans. My second wild card is Seattle. All right. Who's yours? In August. My first wild card is San Fran. I, I still don't see them winning the West. I still don't see them making the playoffs. Respect. Um, Shanahan is a genius. Um, and then I have Tampa. Like I said, I don't have Tampa winning the South, but I still have them going to the playoffs. Finally having a quarterback so that defense can actually, like, have a breather instead of balling out and then have to <laughs> run off and then run back onto the field. No, I don't um, enjoy you. You know, you got Gronkowski. You have um, Shady McCoy, huge fan of LeJean McCoy. He's the reason why I wore 25 in high school. I see Tampa running it, but I don't see them winning the South. I mean, I, I think it's New me. Orleans is going to be a playoff team for sure. I just don't know if they can win their own division with all that, you know, dysfunction, you know, new system, and then Drew Brees is regressing. So I don't know how that's going to affect team chemistry and just performance. And just Drew Brees, is, mm-hmm. you know, his age is a factor. And then I do like Seattle. I will say this, Russell Wilson is – the number one player in the league right now, but mm-hmm. it's just and it's so fun that he's in your same division. That's <laughs> it's, hilarious. <laughs> it's horrible. Like, you know the quarterbacks I have to worry about? I have to worry about Nick Foles and Kirk Cousins. That's all that I have to worry about. <laughs> you gotta worry about Kyler Murray and Jared Goff and Russell Wilson. That sucks. <laughs> it does. It, it just proved God has a sense of humor. Um, <laughs> no, I mean I, I think he's he's a thing to pass. As long as Russell Wilson is healthy. The Seahawks will always be a playoff team. And they always will be. They always will be. They really will be. I think it's kind of funny that I thought you would pick Dallas. <laughs> I really thought you were going to throw Dallas in somewhere. For the South or for the, or the East? Yeah, I mean, I just – or even as a – I mean, it's a wild card. I mean, just because – I mean, okay, like, I'm not saying that New York is going to come out 12-2 and two and, like, Super Bowl ready. No, I'm, I'm saying that they're going to win – the East, how Dallas won. No, you're they're 100% go right. I mean, they're barely going to make it. You know, you're totally right. Yeah, Philly won at like, what, 9-7, 9-6-1. Like, it yeah. was a really rough division. It was pretty <laughs> ugly when they went to the playoffs. That's why I was pissed yeah. when that was Seattle's first game. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's a bye <laughs> week. You have to play Philadelphia. <laughs> they're all banged up. Carson Wentz has, like, one leg. Like, yeah. oh, boy. Yeah, great. <laughs> okay, we have Aaron Rodgers, the great equalizer to get rid of Seattle. So, yeah, I think that uh, All right. pretty much wraps up our first podcast. We did it. I hope everyone else enjoys it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, remember, boo the Cowboys and Seahawks won't win the West. Go Pack Go.